You're listening to the best of Morning Drive with Dietrich and White, an on-demand audio presentation of redpeachsports.com and ESPN977.com. Now here's today's show. Good morning, North Louisiana. What up? How goes it? Aaron here in the Caldwell Banker Group One Roadie Studio in West Monroe on this lovely Monday morning. Aaron and Jake Martin from the Washita Citizen hanging out. Hope you had a fantastic weekend. What up, Jake? What's up, man? I had a great weekend. Good. The wedding treated you well, then. Wedding treated me well. Came in here on Friday in a foul mood. I, w- I was a little pessimistic about this wedding. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> but it ended up, uh, you know, working out. So Maybe you're just maturing a little bit and becoming a little bit more uh, savvy as you get older. And you're, you're starting to understand the ways of the world a little bit more. And you're getting more patient. And you can handle situations like this better. Or maybe technology has allowed uh, me to watch sports while I take in all these uh, weddings and receptions and rehearsal dinners. and what's, Well, what's how it? well did that play over with the other guests? <laughs> <laughs> so, did you have your butt? So, no, I didn't. I didn't go that far. But uh, you had your head down. So sat, basically, they, I had they, my head down the whole. They weekend. saw the top of your head the entire weekend. <laughs> so Saturday after the wedding, you know, I, I go to the reception and I, I see these two couples sitting at a table, and I'm like, "Hey, is anybody sitting here?" They tell me no. I'm like, "Cool, cool. I'm not gonna bother y'all." I sit down. <laughs> I'm not gonna bother y'all. <laughs> I got my phone here. I sit down. I'm watching uh, baseball and. Finally, uh, like the bridesmaids come in, and, and my wife comes and sits by me, and a couple more bridesmaids come, and uh, so my wife introduced me to everybody at the table, and uh, they're like, "What are you watching? We've been wondering all weekend what you've been watching," <laughs> but it was good, man. It was nobody really bothered me. Had a good time. Got to coexist with other people. It was nice. Yeah, but you probably have a bad rep now. The guy that sits in the corner by himself and doesn't socialize and is watching I something s- on his phone. Listen, I socialized after the game, and we had a good time after that. So. And the, the sadly, and you're watching, you're watching LSU baseball for a majority of the weekend, and it wasn't like it was a great weekend for LSU baseball. N- no, it was an awful weekend for <laughs> LSU baseball. Uh, the fr- Friday was was an exciting time. Uh, you know, Friday was was a crazy comeback. So you didn't have it yell out any uh, inappropriate hoops and hollers at bad times. <laughs> no, no. So I just, Jordan hit that grand slam. What was no, everybody doing? I was I was cool. I think uh, they were watching like uh, the projector. They were showing a slideshow <laughs> of the the bride and groom, and I was watching a little baseball. <laughs> they know who I like. At least the the bride and groom know me. Like they know how I am. It's fine. I just told I just told I was like I just don't want to embarrass you. I don't care if I embarrass myself. Yeah. All right. Eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline slash text line. Go to stuartshelby dot com for a free quote. Biggest takeaways from the weekend. This is a strange, busy time of the year with so many different Good sports time, going on. Of course, uh, opening weekend of college baseball, and then you throw in college basketball. You throw in NASCAR, golf. Uh, NBA All-Star Weekend, a lot going on. Where would you like to lead, Jake? Oh, you know, I, I think we had to start with basketball just because, you know, this was more, more I guess, let me concentrate that a little bit, ULM basketball. Well, it was a big weekend for all the schools that we cover. You just can see, you look at conference play and the fact that ULM, Louisiana Tech, and Grambling were all at home, and heck, you throw in uh, LSU, they all had huge challenges uh, this weekend, and a majority of them handled them nicely. Yeah, but ULM, you know, they, they've kind of been what we've been keeping our eyes on the most as of late, ULM basketball, seeing if they can continue this hot streak after shocking everyone and, and going on that Georgia trip and, and getting two wins, not not even splitting those games, actually coming over two victories. And then, so this weekend we were going to see, okay, well, can they keep it up? Can they beat a really good Texas State team? And you know, Sam McDaniel had a bit of an off day, but Michael Erdl and Travis Munnings and Marvin Pierre, they all picked up the slack. They had huge games, and now that six win, six of their last seven uh, games have come, they've come away with a victory. So, you and the Warhawks are, are on fire right now. Yeah, Munnings scored uh, 26 points, made uh, five three-pointers, five rebounds, had two assists. They uh, improved to 11-3 and three inside the friendly can- confines of uh, Fan Ewing this year. Unfortunately, now they go on the road this week 
think uh, people now really want to start to see him. We can't tell by the attendance yet, and we'll get into that later on. What needs to be done for a team that is certainly getting it done on the court? Why aren't fans coming to watch them yet? Uh, but the good news is ULM has won six of its last seven. Yeah. Well done by the Warhawks. Fun to see. A fun team to watch right now. Peaking at just the right time. Uh, speaking of peaking, how about a Grambling Hoops? This winning Whew. streak continues inside SWAC play. They have now won 11 straight. They take care of Jackson State 71-64. They will uh, now have majority of the week off before next Saturday they square off against Arkansas Pine Bluff. Got a text here from CJ. He says, ULM men's team looked great. It was my first game this year, but it will not be my last. I think a majority of people, if they would go and watch a ULM game, that would be their takeaway. They're fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. And they're playing extremely well. Unfortunately, it's the back half of the season now. Your opportunities are very limited. Yeah, but, you know, also it's kind of fun because every game becomes more and more important. So, yeah, get out there and see them play. Uh, talked about Grand Wayne Hoops, uh, Louisiana Tech. I knew it was going to be a tough matchup versus Middle Tennessee. Basically, it's been an issue all year. Their lack of inside presence. They get out-rebounded 44-25. to 25. They fall to a very good Blue Raiders squad. Middle yeah. Tennessee went on a 16-0 run in the second half. I saw they were just out-rebounded, uh, 44-25. I think that's the real indicator, the key indicator of that game. Just weren't able to, to get on the glass. Uh, reported 4,847 fans there, though, inside the Thomas Assembly. Largest crowd they have had all year for the Duncan Dogs. Louisiana Tech, I mean, LSU, <laughs> Will Wade team. The one time I don't uh, yeah. have to watch and write so, about it. So you weren't watching them? <laughs> I, I missed it. No, I, I was, you know, out of town doing stuff. Um, but So they went a thriller versus Missouri. <laughs> yeah. Who would have predicted that? The team that's third in the SEC – Missouri, by the way, um, a, a team that lost its best player, one of the most talented players in, in Michael Porter, and still ha has had a, an amazing season. But, you know, just looking at – and I didn't get to watch it, but just kind of reading about it, Tremont Waters had a great game. And that's what I've said all year is when he goes off, LSU's in every single game they play. Like, LSU can play with anybody when Tremont Waters is at his best. Fortunately, he hasn't been – very consistent this year. I mean, he, he's a freshman. He's, he's still learning. But when he's at his best, LSU can compete with anybody. Hmm. Five-game winning streak by Missouri snapped in the loss by uh, to the Tigers. What is that, their seventh win, LSU seventh win against a team in the top 50 yeah. RPI, yeah. one of the best in the country. It is crazy. It's crazy. They have a lot of great wins, a lot of bad losses, too. So you're saying when the SEC tournament rolls around, perhaps there's <laughs> well, a chance of a, of a win or two. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think if Tremont Waters, like I said, if Tremont Waters is on, and you even saw Duop Reef didn't even have that great of a game. But when Tremont Waters, he's the difference maker. When he's on, man, this team's tough to beat. And Brandon Sampson, uh, if, if he's if he's on as well, I mean, LSU can really do some damage in that tournament. Mm. Uh, staying with basketball, NBA All-Star Weekend. Did you watch any of that on your phone during the wedding? I, I watched a little bit of the dunk contest. Uh, I thought the tribute to Vince Carter by Donovan Mitchell was really cool. Uh, that was pretty good. Because I, I loved Vince Carter growing up. Um, thought that was awesome. Sadly, I, it's a tribute, but Vince Carter could probably go out there and still pull off one of those dunks or two. Uh, I don't know, man. I saw him dunk uh, like a week ago, and it looked pretty. It looked like a lot of effort went into just a regular <laughs> dunk. He's getting up there. What is he, 38, 39? Uh, he might be older than that, honestly. He might be the big 4-0. Um, but in regards to the All-Star weekend, I didn't watch the All-Star game because in my head I had the the previous All-Star games, and I was just thinking, you know, I don't want to watch no defense, just nobody guarding anybody. And apparently there was some defense that was played in this All-Star game. So I think uh, last night was a big win for the All-Star just because they had a competitive game. And my biggest takeaway, being from Louisiana, uh, Anthony Davis going out there in the DeMarcus Cousins jersey, I thought that was really cool, paying tribute to, to his teammate who, who suffered. Him. John, our research department, says Carter's 41. Carter's 41. There you go. Yeah. Um, Here's the write-up, part of the write-up for uh, the NBA All-Star game. Both teams played real defense for long stretches and contested many shots. 
LeBron's great. <laughs> even picking up full court late in the first half. Yeah, look at that. Uh, and then the score was only 148 to 145. It's typically, what, 180 to 170. So. Right. I did see a video of Kyrie Irving trying to show off some of his handles and the Greek freak knocking the ball away. So that told me right there that, hey, they were actually defending. LeBron, 29 points, third all-star MVP award for him. College baseball opening weekend. Ah, now we're talking. So, lots of take I think Friday is the biggest news. Uh, we were interested about ULM squaring off. You know, I don't even know who. Eastern Illinois is who they played. But I don't think it was more about who the Warhawks were playing. It was just what right. kind of product ULM would put on the field. And for them to win on Federico's first day and win both of them in <laughs> walk-off fashion, pretty impressive. And this is a team and a program that won a total of 12 games last year. Heck, they're one-sixth of the way there just through opening night picking up two wins. Yeah, this was really fun. And the fact that um, not only did they win those games, they won them on walk-off fashion. Cade Harper came through with a two-out, two-run single. I mean, that's awesome. And then that was the second game. And before that, uh, Peyton Lacoste um, had the game, game-winning game hit for, for ULM. So, yeah, man, that was, like you said, you, you're – you got two wins on opening night. They almost pulled off the sweep. They were down um, yesterday. Uh, it scored four runs in the ninth, but still still lost six to five. Came just short of, of pulling off a miracle victory there. But uh, a big weekend for ULM. I think you, you know you got to you got to be proud of that. Mm, Louisiana Tech at Pepperdine this weekend. They rallied yesterday with a big performance, so they go two and two on the weekend. Uh, dog fans will get their opportunity to see them at home for the first time this year on Tuesday if McNeese comes into town. The thing with Louisiana Tech for me was the, the pitching. The pitching was just outstanding, I thought, all weekend. I actually um, wanted to read this quote from Lane Burroughs. He said, our pitching is giving us every opportunity right now. This came after um, Saturday. So this was before they won the game yesterday. He said, our pitching is giving us every opportunity right now, but we just aren't a threat offensively yet. We're a, we're a very new club, and we're doing some immature things offensively. It will come, hopefully, with time. But I couldn't be more pleased with our pitching staff, mm. with what they're doing and putting us in positions to win ball games. Then Sunday comes, and that offense clicks. They get 13 hits, and they get nine runs. And yet, yet another strong outing uh, on the pitcher's mound for, for Louisiana Tech. So, yeah, I think the pitching over the weekend gives you gives you a lot of positivity, uh, a lot of positive momentum to, to work on. Positivity. Wow, is that a word? Power of positivity. Yeah. I like that. Uh, Grambling uh, loses uh, two early heartbreakers to Southern and Arkansas Pine Bluff. Then uh, yesterday they come back and win a squeaker versus Alcorn State 6-5. to five. They will screw up against uh, Wiley, I believe, in a doubleheader tomorrow. Now let's get to LSU, what had Jake's attention for a majority of the weekend when he was not paying attention at the wedding, not making new friends at the reception, but he got an opportunity to see the Tigers lose two of three to Notre Dame. <laughs> yeah, what you want to know, the, look, this I is... I know how Zach Hess did coming from the bullpen to the starting rotation. Okay, is it not what I've been yelling all last week about? I just don't think this is a good fit for him. I, I think he's so much better in that closer role, and he goes out there and he gives up six runs on, on Saturday. And honestly... And how many innings? Uh, three? Uh, yeah, I don't even think he made it out of the third. So, uh, LSU starting pitching allowed 17 runs on 18 hits and 10 walks in 10 and two-thirds innings. The starting how how good is Notre Dame traditionally? <clears throat> not good. Yeah. Well, tr well, this year they're not good. They were, they're picked to finish last in the Atlantic division, okay? So, this is not a very good team. Now, they... They did some good things, but I think ultimately you have to look at LSU starting pitching and go, yeah, this needs this needs to be worked on. You know, I I still have faith in Gilbert. I don't I don't think Gilbert's I think Gilbert's gonna be just fine. But I would move Hess. I would try out a freshman there. The the positive thing coming out of this weekend, if you're LSU, is you had a lot of good performances out of the pen. You had a lot of good performances out of the pen, and that and that's that's one thing that I think a lot of LSU fans were were concerned about. But you look at it, you know, Matthew Beck was great. Austin Bain was great. Uh, Mikhail Hillard, the freshman, he was really good. Um, you know, you had some really strong, strong performances out of the pen. So if you can kind of tweak that, and listen, it's only the first weekend. You know, Palmineri and his staff will, will, will get to tweaking. We know that. But uh, I'm already off, off the bandwagon of, hey, let's try Zach Cass as a starting pitcher. Mm. I was off that before the season started. I, was, I just didn't like it. I, I 
I understand like you're you're kind of thrust into that unfortunate situation because of the Eric Walker injury, and you're searching for answers. But uh, yeah, I, I I like Hess as a closer, and I just think Saturday's performance proved that he's just much better coming out of the pen. How fired up were you though Friday? Hitting me with texts with that great come from behind victory by LSU. Uh, it was fun, man. It was, it was really fun. The, the fact that you know. Bryce Jordan comes back. We hadn't seen him play all year, and he gets that grand slam. And then Josh Smith comes through with that three-run homer to, to lead to that seven to six victory. They were down six to nothing, so that was an exciting game. Uh, the rest of the weekend, you know, that, that's another positive. The Jordans were great all weekend. I thought the Jordan twins played really well. Uh, Zach Watson played well. Um, yeah, I mean, you got you got some bright things to take away. I mean, Nick Webb was was pretty pretty good, pretty good for most of the weekend, and. To put it in historical perspective, the last time LSU won an opening series at or lost an opening series at home, this was since 1999. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this is the first one since '99, and they actually lost that to Texas, who they play this upcoming weekend. Ooh. Yeah, wow. A few of the headlines from the weekend. If we missed one or two, please hit us up on the Stuart Shelby State Farm hotline slash text line eight 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 nine nine three seven seven six two. Got a number of uh, texts here. Uh, Trent, of course, weighs in on LSU. Can't wait to see more consistency out of LSU basketball next season. We have proved we can play ball with the big boys so far this year. Just need a few more pieces to dominate. Go Zaggins. <laughs> well, you're going to get some pieces. You're going to get some five-star pieces added to the mix. So LSU's going to be scary next year, no doubt. Quint says, don't forget the weekend that Bubba Watson had played in the NBA Celebrity Game while winning a PGA tournament. Yes, you are right. Bubba. Uh, first win, I believe, on the, the tour in two years. Mm. Ty basically says the same thing. Um, Bubba's got the, a lot of fans. He's got a lot of fans in yeah. Eli. Yeah. You got a NASCAR update for us, Aaron? Uh, no, another the, the Bubba. Uh, Daryl Bubba Wallace, a uh, runner-up in uh, the Daytona uh, 500. I thought that was pretty darn impressive. Okay. Saw a nice feature on him that morning. Got me all revved up for the Daytona 500. That's awful. Oh. And then he goes out and he uh, finishes second. It just threw up in my mouth when you said that. <laughs> it's all part of the starting lineup brought to you by Louisiana Pen Care. The starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Are you crying? Starting lineup. Are you crying? The starting lineup. Let's go crying. Let's get to the starting lineup. Jack Thickpen will join us at 8 o'clock. We'll talk a little high school and college hoops. Girls high school playoffs roll along tonight. Second round action. Also, uh, the boys' brackets come out later today. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to some of those matchups in the next segment. 8.30, uh, Nick White, he is certainly fired up. The voice of the Warhawks will join us for his weekly visit at 8.30. Besides that, uh, top 10 takeaways from the weekend coming up later in this show. Let us know what you think of the weekend, 888-993-7762. My old man uh, tour continues. I saw Rod Stewart, uh, what, two weekends ago, and then last uh, this past weekend saw KC and the Sunshine Band. Who should I go see this weekend? Yeah. What, is, what do they sing again that I, that I would know? A lot of different songs. We'll get to that here in the shake next Shake your booty. Yeah. Yeah, shake your booty. <laughs> last thing we need is you singing it on the air. Jay. That's right. That's true. Uh, the Morning Drive returns after this. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. Growth, efficiency, professionalism, qualified staff. It's what all healthcare facilities are aspiring for, and that is what we do. Legacy Rehabilitation, offering physical, occupational, and speech therapy solutions for a wide variety of healthcare facilities, including acute care hospitals, inpatient rehab, long term care facilities, and outpatient therapy clinics. Whether you have staffing, management, or consulting needs, Legacy is awaiting your call. Call 318 255 5980 for more information or visit legacyrehab.net. Legacy Rehabilitation. 
When people get sick, they need a doctor. When cars get sick, they need Autoplex Automotive. So if your check engine light comes on, you have an electrical problem, need brake work, or just an inspection sticker, they do it all. They're a full service shop that can perform any BG service and stand behind their work with a parts and labor warranty. They even offer towing service. Autoplex Automotive, 1515 Cypress Street, West Monroe. When your car's sick, call 855-4483. I'm Chris Walls, and I'm a truck driver from Missouri. For 13 hours a night, I sit in my truck and I drive. Out of boredom, I'll stop and eat. If I'm not doing fast food, I guarantee there's a bag of chips open on my dashboard. That was all until Andro 400. I started out four months ago, and since taking Andro 400, I have dropped 45 pounds. I'm sleeping better. There's no cravings. I actually don't even think about food. My knee pain went away. I've had some lower back issues, and I've noticed that that went away, and I can only contribute that to Andro 400. One thing that Andro 400 said on the radio ad does it attacks belly fat well let me tell you it did the second month is where i saw a drastic change in the size of my stomach i've lost six inches this product really does work so guys if you'd like to experience similar results then get andro 400 the safe natural and inexpensive way to boost your testosterone go to andro 400.com or call 888-400-0435 888-400-0435 Good morning, Louisiana. This is the Morning Drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back. We continue to ask your uh, biggest uh, takeaways, most memorable thing from this past weekend. What's the deal with the uh, national anthem from the weekend, Jake? Did you see it? I didn't see like, I saw it on social media. I saw people's reactions to it. Trent, Trent's reaction is pretty good. Did y'all hear the Fergie national anthem? Wowza. I once wished she would become my future ex-wife, but not anymore. Oh. Atrocious. Yeah, I saw Draymond Green was actually laughing. <laughs> he actually uh, cracked, a, cracked a smile and couldn't hold back his laugh uh, during the national anthem. I think she was just trying to freestyle a bit from, from what I understand. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty bad. That's one song you cannot mess up. Yeah, you, you cannot butcher. Right, and uh, she she did she did that. Mm. Uh, on the high school ranks, a uh, busy busy uh, week is upon us. Uh, we need to revisit what took place last week, and a major show, a shout out to uh, OCS Wrestling, the only wrestling program that we have in Northeast Louisiana, and for them to go and get third in state and have uh, four individual wrestlers win state championships, pretty darn impressive. It's like a reoccurring occurrence with this team. I mean, they they constantly in the conversation for for championships. I mean, look what they did last year. Now it's coming third this year. Awesome job by that program. Uh, Sam Pitts, Matthew Mathurin, Mike Gordy, and uh, Matthew uh, Web, Weber uh, win state championships. Well done by them. You'd think other programs or other schools would probably venture into wrestling. It has yet to happen. Uh, OCS has been the lone wolf out there for quite some time now. Dude, I wish that would be the case because when I was growing up, when I went to high school, I wanted to wrestle so bad, but we didn't have a wrestling program. I would have loved to have wrestled. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm sure there are a lot of kids out there that would love to, to get into wrestling, and, and maybe that maybe it'll grow. Maybe some more schools will try it on. Well, you know, growing up in Iowa, I mean, that was <laughs> – Yeah, that was the thing, <laughs> When right? Dan Gable came to our school and, of course, spoke at our uh, man. Uh, banquet, I mean, it was just like you – know, I bet. Uh, it was God. I mean, right. Dan I, Gable, the yeah. man, the myth, the legend is there and i mean that was the big deal and but that is a brutal tough sport yeah i but mean it just makes being man. in a hot confined area it's just ooh, it was rough and i wrestled till i was well until about eighth grade and of course my my biggest story from wrestling back in the day uh one time i it was a fourth grade i had to wrestle a girl and it was an important matchup <laughs> we were wrestling for a uh, third place yeah. An all-important consolation match. You know, all eyes were on. Please tell me you came through. Uh, she cried oh. a couple times, and I felt horrible. Uh, yeah. But I walked away with the trophy. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that mattered. That's all that mattered. You got to get the victory, man. Yeah. Uh, it's all about winning. I think I ended her wrestling career, too. <laughs> or she may have continued like it in the high school ranks. She may have continued it. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like she ended yours. Yes. Man. No, that, that's true, though. I mean, you look at, like, MMA, a lot of the toughest guys came from wrestling. Yeah. Like, just, just able to grit it out. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a good sport, man. It's, yeah. That cut and weight stuff, though. It's, it's brutal. Yeah. It's brutal. I'd be right up your alley, though, with MMA. 
Yeah, I, I loved it. Like when I when I would venture to do a little bit of jiu-jitsu in high school, I, I really wish we had wrestling. I would have loved that. Well done, OCS. Third in state with the four individual champs. I'm sure on the TV side we'll be doing something very soon with them. Well done. Well done indeed. But we've got some girls playoffs tonight, and I've got the schedule in front of me. So I'm going to read these Don't off. lose. Did you, I hope you didn't leave any schools off. I probably did, and that's just how I am. So sorry. You can call me out. 888-993-7762. All right. Uh, Washita tonight. Well, they will host the number 13 Southwood team at 6 p.m. Number 11, Rustin, goes on the road to face number 6, Captain Tree. That's a big one. Uh, and the 4A ranks, Neville, will host number 14, Leesville. Uh, looking for Neville to, to go pretty far in this in this playoffs. Uh, State championships have moved to Alexandria now. Too, yeah, correct? yeah, 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 yeah. Be an easier drive and a road trip for a majority of our teams if they can make it. Indeed. And number eight, Wasman, will host uh, number nine, North Vermilion. That should be a really good matchup. And number four, Carroll, will host number 13, St. James. Number 13, Mangum, travels to Oakdale. Number three, Faraday, will host Rose Pine. Ravel will host Mansfield. And number one, Del High, will host East Iberville. Uh, number three, Jonesboro Hodge will host White Castle. Now, if I missed any, let me know. 888 Seems like you're missing a lot. That's the second round. Some uh, teams have been eliminated. Uh, like Cedar Creek, uh, they had a bye the first week. I'm sure they're in action. You now. know what? You didn't drop down that far in classification, did you? Uh, or you didn't look in the private? You just all you know what? public I, schools? I think I looked at Division Five, but not Division Four. All right. We'll get uh, Jake to uh, update his list here. And then, of course, uh, high school basketball, the boys' brackets will be released uh, later today. Cross your fingers. <laughs> you know how that goes. Uh, I would say overall this is a, a probably slightly above average for Northeast Louisiana squads. Okay, Cedar Creek, number four, will host number 20, Sacred Heart. Okay. Corrected. Now, okay. what were you saying? Uh, boys, above average here, slightly above average, <laughs> the quality of teams that we have and a number of them of course making deep runs into the postseason i think when you start talking high school hoops around here there's four or five that pop right to the list rabel of course gonna win a state championship should yeah. simsboro should be right in the mix mm-hmm. washita boys yeah number two seed uh look for them to make a, a push to the finals yes and then you drop down to 3a and how uh, interesting this is going to be with competitive uh, district 2 3a it's time for them to flex their muscles now in the postseason but you look how tough class 3a so is tough. it's going to be a tough road but you got to think uh wasman's got a fighting chance to you make know, it down there three years in a row aaron would you make the argument that's the toughest road of any yeah. classification I, I really think it is just because you look at the year that wasman has had a fantastic year i believe 28 and 2 something like that for them to be in that position for them to have gone undefeated in a district and still be behind teams like sophie b Wright and peabody and madison prep i mean it's going to be a tough push to to get to the final so looking forward to seeing how 3a plays out the one thing though is uh madison prep of course lost their uh, star player he goes down with uh, an acl injury that may uh free things up a little bit. It certainly give um, other teams a uh, fighting chance. Right now, looking at the uh, power rankings, Madison Prep still holding down the top spot at 20-5. and five. Peabody then coming in at number two, 29-2. Sophie B. Wright, and then, of course, Wasman and Carroll Union Richwood all back-to-back-to-back. If this stands out, I don't know if they updated them from Friday or not. When the brackets come out, we'll certainly know. But uh, four, five, and six, and seven, all from Northeast Louisiana. Yeah, so, I mean, that, that – district was was absolutely brutal and to go undefeated in that district that's quite a statement from wasman 888-993-7762 i did see our buddy uh mr black down south did post that 188 squads with losing records will make the postseason on the boys side yeah i'm sure there'll be a few lopsided scores when the first round comes morning drive returns after this on sports talk 97.7 Fishermen, get your rods and reels ready. The Crappie Masters All-American Tournament Trail, in conjunction with the Louisiana State Crappie Fishing Tournament, will be held February 23rd and 24th on Lake Darbone. Seminar and registration is February 22nd, beginning at 5 p.m. at the Willie Davis Recreation Center in Farmerville. 
tournament hours are 7 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. both days. Weigh-in is at Darbone Point, and you must be in the weigh-in line by 4.30 each day. A kids' fishing rodeo will be held February 24th at Darbone Point. Registration is 8 to 9 a.m., and kids will fish 9 to 10.30 a.m. This event is being hosted by the Union Parish Tourist Commission, Union Parish Chamber of Commerce, Ruston Lincoln Convention and Visitors Bureau, along with the Town of Farmable and the Union Parish Police Jury. For more information, visit tourunionparish.org. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whatever you want, at RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com, we'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit RonnieWardToyotaOfRuston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. Let's get back to the sports on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston. Welcome back to the Morning Drive on the all-new Sports Talk 97.7. If you have a text or even a call, we'd love to hear your voice, 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby State Farm Hotline slash text line. What did you enjoy the most or the most memorable thing about the past weekend? Uh, Bobby here on the text line, he must have uh, heard our interview with uh, Todd Black from a couple weeks ago. You were on vacation during that time down in New Orleans. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mr. Black came on, and, of course, he hates, you know, the split. The split. And he backed it up with a lot of different stats. Uh, Bobby's not a fan of his, says he'd like to wrestle Todd Black. <laughs> he says his butt would be watered down. <laughs> uh, well said. Well played. Yeah. All right. So what are your top takeaways? I kind of gave you mine. Uh, you were a little silent there. All right. Well, uh, like a top ten most memorable things for me. Of course, because this show is built around top ten, okay. right? Because I'm going to go back to what I'm going to remember the most about this weekend. It's going to be from my uh, visit over to uh, Shreveport this past weekend. I'm on the Old Man Tour. Last week I saw Rod Stewart down in New Orleans. So this weekend went and saw KC and the Sunshine Band. So now in back-to-back weekends, I watched a 73-year-old and then a 67-year-old. I was just about to ask you how old he was. <laughs> I had to Google both of them. 67 years old, still performing. Yeah. Wow. So uh, to, I want to go there. First of all, and I've always had this debate. I was like, well, you know, at 67 or 73, why would I still be out there? And then, you know, you hear reports that Rod Stewart made probably half a million dollars last weekend. And then a KC and his band probably pulled in about 145, 150,000 just to appear over at Shreveport. So at some point, you know, money still is a factor. But then also, I mean, when you've been in the spotlight and you love that attention and you love performing, why should you quit? even though you're getting up there in age. Well, I mean, I, you have to relate it to the athletes because it's kind of hard for them to walk away, yeah. right? I mean, the adrenaline rush that you get when you go out and play in those big games, I mean, yeah. that you can't really find that anywhere else, yeah. right? I mean, if you have a love and a passion for something, why should you just continue it all the way till you're in the grave? Well, as and long if as people, people are still, still paying, watching, yeah, they're yeah. still packing it in, and you're still getting the sellouts. Why not? If Aaron Dietrich is still coming to watch you perform, Dude, if I mean, I'm in a wheelchair delivering pizzas <laughs> and t-shirts, I got no problem with it. Uh, and I ain't making the kind of cash that these fellows are either. You yeah, know? that's that's true. Well, then again, they were, I guess, would you consider Casey a rock star? I mean. The number of number one hits that he had in the I'm 70s, I'm just saying, 80s. like, I, the, the style of music he plays, I, that's that's the one thing I'm saying. But, yes, he was definitely popular. Well, he probably lived like a rock star. Well, he starts off, you know, his music, and then he comes out, and he makes jokes about himself. And he basically said, hey, look at me. I'm 67. This is what Justin Timberlake's going to look like in 36 years. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, he is it, yeah, 60, 70, even, probably even more than that. Out of shape. Pounds I mean, overweight. Well, yes. Before you get to your story, 
is he was he ha- like really happy and just oh, kind yeah. of a- okay because while you were there and i was at the wedding i was looking on twitter apparently marilyn manson did you hear about this yeah. marilyn manson had a breakdown on the stage uh people weren't singing along with his songs and he told people to say tell him that they loved him and they wouldn't so he left he, he sang four songs and left nice so he's he's not doing as well as your boy casey with He's not as plump as Casey either. Yeah. And he comes out and says, yeah, Casey and the Sunshine Band, but it looks more like KFC and the Sunshine Band. <laughs> I mean, when you can joke about it. But the thing is, you know the old skit on uh, Saturday Night Live with the Chris Farley and Patrick oh, Swayze? Oh, Chippendales, yes. A lot of times that's what I felt like watching him. <laughs> he was trying to kick and swirl and do it. And then he came out in a jacket. He takes the jacket off. Then he's got on a, just a T-shirt. But underneath it, as he continued to sweat, you can tell he had it on another oh, shirt man. underneath it. It's probably just to hold everything in, uh-huh, you know? And you're uh-huh. like, oh, that's probably not a good look. No? And then he had the skinny jeans on to top it off. Hopefully he's not looking to pick up women after, this, after the show, right? So you're thinking, uh, yeah. at first I, I was laughing, and of course my wife loved it. And then I was like, you know what? The guy's doing his thing. Let him be. And it was a great concert. A so, band of 18, and then you start doing the math. I'm like, well, you know, how much money could he actually be making from this one appearance at this one casino on this one night? How active – was this like a long tour? Do you know? I think he just plays every weekend. He's probably on just on the casino tour. Well, yeah. actually, I think he was in uh, uh, Marksville the night before, then he was heading to Lake Charles on Sunday. Yeah, making the big big stops. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I said. Selling out Marksville, baby. But you got to give it to the guy. I do, yeah, yeah. And 67 is not old, man. I mean, we're talking, you know, he's having fun. Now, Rod Stewart, he was in phenomenal shape the week before. I mean, he's literally kicking soccer balls 35, 40 yards. He's 73, right? Yeah. Yeah, wow. And his price tag's a little bit more than KC in the A little bit, yeah. I would think so. But I was going to if I go on tour and continue to do it, I, I think I would lose a pound or two and make sure I could still pull off a couple of my old moves. He couldn't pull them off? Well, he tried. I mean, (laughs) he went for it. (laughs) That's my biggest takeaway from the weekend. Uh, Second of all, just ULM basketball and and what they continue to do. And I was at Thursday's game. Obviously, I missed Saturday's game. They always say, though, all you got to do is win and fans will come. And I think that is uh, the lazy way out. Fans are not coming. You have got to do a better effort of getting the word out. Promotions, a thing to have called a commercial probably went hurt to kind of promote what ULM basketball is doing? New sport, same story, Aaron. I mean, this is – we talked about this all football season. Yeah, you're right. I mean, this is proving their theory wrong, that if you just win, they'll show up. I mean – You put a good product on the field. If it's exciting, you score a lot of points, or perhaps you're you're playing an upstyle game in basketball, they're going to come. Well, we watched it in football, high-scoring offense. Right. One of the most high-scoring offenses in the country. Fans didn't come. Basketball, this team, they're getting up and down the court. They're going with the smaller lineup. They're playing well. They're winning. winning. It's exciting. Fans aren't coming. You have to start thinking outside the box. You have to start doing something else. And please, can we please get some updates on the website? That's, that's all I'm saying. I, I still don't see a, a, a baseball story from the whole weekend. I'm talking Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, let's come on. This is this is this program's making strides right now. Let's let's capitalize on that and get get the word out about it. Uh, it is exciting to see uh, Keith Richard and this team playing as well as they are. That is my second biggest takeaway from the weekend. Kind of grouped in with that uh, Grambling. This is an historic run by this Tigers team. You look at this program and how they struggled uh, in years past. I did the math from I think it was 2011 to 2016. This program won a grand total of. 18 games hmm. last year of course they turned things around with the 16 wins and now the fact that the tigers have won 11 straight pretty darn impressive i mean yeah 11 anytime you win 11 straight in anything it's impressive the fact that you're doing this after going four and 12 to start the season after last year's really bad season to, to, to regroup like this and, and win 11 straight it's 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 awesome run by grambling and they're you know one of the hottest teams in the area right now I think it's the second longest uh, winning streak this year in the country. Wow. With the 11 straight. And that's believable, too, because you've seen so much parity in college basketball this year. That's That does not shock me at all. Uh, third biggest takeaway, and I feel bad even writing this down because I think it could come back to bite me, but I just said, could LSU baseball be in trouble this year? 
Or is that just pushing the panic button a little early, the fact that they lost well, a series against Notre Dame? That's – we'll see. <clears throat> that's pushing the panic button early, but all the question marks that people had going into the season, I mean, they were they were answered with, with, with answers that you just didn't want to see, right? Like like the Zach Hess thing, I don't think it's going to work. And watch, he, they'll probably still continue to <clears throat> have him in a starter role. He'll probably still be the – he'll probably be next Saturday starter and – maybe makes a turnaround and becomes this big star. I don't know. But most likely, it's not going to work, okay? And you saw him give up six runs. He just doesn't look comfortable out there as a starting pitcher. He just doesn't. But when he comes out of the pen, it's like he's breathing fire. Like, why? Why? I want that guy. Like, give me that guy, not the guy that looks like he's struggling to keep it together as a starting pitcher. Um, and then you go through the rest of the start. I mean, Todd Peterson, I, I don't think that's going to work. I just don't – I don't have a whole lot of confidence in him because of things he's done in the past, both on and off the field, right? And so then you look at the bullpen. Again, I, I keep pointing to the bullpen because you did get some good outings, and I think you can build off of that, and I think that's that's promising for the future. I think the lineup's going to come. Kind of like, you know, we had Chris Blair on uh, last week, and he was saying he, he believes this lineup will eventually be a lineup that SEC teams fear. Mm. I can see that. You saw glimpses of that. You know, if the Jordan Twins continue to play at the level that they played at this past weekend, you know, Zach Watson's going to get hot eventually. I'm hoping, you know, Jake Slaughter, you know, when he gets back in, into it, I, I'm hoping he can kind of catch on. He had a little bit of a disappointing uh, weekend, but, you know, it, again, it's early. Um, but well, we I, mentioned it at the start of the year. I mean, we could see a lot of eight to seven, eight to six ball games for LSU. It's going to have to be. I think they're going to have to score a lot of runs to, to be successful this year. And, you know, this lineup, I think, you know, when you're starting out with Josh Smith and then, you know, if Nick if Nick Webb can continue to, to play at the level that, that, that he's playing at, I, I was very impressed with him as a freshman, you know, watching him play. And then uh, you see, you know, Antoine Duplantis and Zach Watson, so on and so forth. I think this lineup can be very dangerous. I think it can produce runs. But you got to figure out the start and pitching. And you've got all season to do that. So I think they're going to be okay. But the one advantage LSU always has at the beginning of the year, the number of home games that they have and how difficult it is for opponents to come in and win in the box. And you look at this year's schedule – Notre Dame, you thought, well, they're not exactly a perennial power. They come out and win that series. They got New Orleans coming up on Wednesday, a New Orleans squad that had success against them last year. Another opportunity oh, yeah. for them to chalk up a big win versus Old the Tigers. Dean, yeah. And then the fact that uh, Texas is coming in over the weekend. Yeah, so you got to figure it out quickly now. You can't you can't sit here and you're playing some good opponents. I mean, you can laugh about New Orleans all you want, but they, Blake Dean's done a great job uh, with UNO. So, yeah, it's going to be a couple of tough games coming up, and we'll see what the pitching does. Uh, Scott with a text here. Very good turnout this weekend for baseball, ULM baseball. Cold, wet weather, and good baseball. Now, the fact that they went in thrilling fashion on Friday and two wins, that certainly helps their cause. Come back on Sunday. Now you get an opportunity, hopefully uh, with good weather, get a nice crowd with uh, Northwestern State coming in for another game, and then uh, Northern Kentucky this weekend for four games. Yeah, I mean, not only did they win, but they won in an exciting fashion. Two walk-offs back-to-back. Uh, so that's that's good, man. That's that's good to for Michael Federico to start his, his journey as the, the ULM coach, for him to get those back-to-back wins and in that fashion. That's going to bring some excitement to the program. Hopefully people will show up and, and continue to show up for that. Well, sport. that is the one thing ULM baseball has always had, one of the best places to watch a college game. Yeah. I mean, if you're not a person who likes to hang out in the stands, I mean, down, you know, both – you know, foul lines is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Grill, eat out, visit with friends and family. It's cool. Yep. It's a nice atmosphere. And we talked to Coach Federico last week, and the fact you know you get to open up at home with uh, eight straight home games, an opportunity to kind of build this fan base, and of course, hopefully, pick up some wins and get this thing rolling along early on. Perfect opportunity. Yeah. Because you look after uh, Northwestern State, Northern Kentucky, then you'll take the one trip to uh, Jackson State, Southern Illinois for a three-game series. Then you get uh, Louisiana Tech coming to your place on March 7th. So uh, That's going to be fun. Yeah. Uh, just some of the takeaways. I think that's uh, four or five of the top ten takeaways coming up after the break. We'll have more from a memorable weekend. You can weigh in at 888-993-7762. It's the Stuart Shelby State Farm Text Line. The North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic is dedicated to helping you get back to your old self, maybe even better. 
Whether a sports-related injury or an accident in daily life has you sidelined, let the progressive all-star team of physicians, therapists, and professional staff at North Louisiana Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic provide superior service and results. Visit us at MonroeOrtho.com to schedule your appointment at one of our three locations in Ruston, West Monroe, or 1501 Louisville Avenue in Monroe. If you or a loved one have been injured or a victim of medical malpractice, you need to go Guerrero. I'm Lauren Guerrero, and my father is Jeff Guerrero. He has helped thousands of people who have been injured in auto accidents, offshore accidents, drug recalls, and victims of medical negligence. So if you or a loved one have been injured through no fault of your own, do what thousands of injured clients have already done. Go Guerrero. Call 24 hours a day at 325-4306 or come by the office at 2200 Forsyth Avenue in Monroe. The way you purchased a car in the past is changing with Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Shop our inventory new and used, value your trade, and apply for financing from home on your couch in the comfort of your bed. Wherever you choose, whenever you want, at Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. We'll hand you your keys so you can get to the important things in life. Visit Ronnie Ward Toyota of Ruston.com. Drive your dream, live to drive. Don't get blindsided by health care costs. Call Vantage Health Plan today. We've teamed up with a network of local providers in order to provide better health care to our area. Vantage crushes the competition with affordable plans. Find out more information on how to join our winning team. Call Vantage Health Plan today at 1-888-823-1910 or go online to VantageHealthPlan.com. Local Sports Talk is on the air on the morning drive. This hour is sponsored by Ronnie Ward, Toyota of Ruston. We continue to recap a uh, busy weekend in the sports world uh, locally. A lot of different things taking place. Uh, top takeaways from the weekend. Mentioned uh, ULM and Grambling basketball. Of course, the uh, situation with uh, LSU baseball losing its first home series since 1999 to start a year. Uh, Hogan had a text from what, uh, one of his major takeaways. Yeah, he says, shout out to my number four ranked Hogs winning 32-4 to against Bucknell. Mm-hmm. Arkansas. Every time I think about 32 to 2, 32 runs in a baseball game, I think of what took place Mm -hmm. with uh, ULM baseball. Mm -hmm. I believe that was their home opener last year when uh, McNeese came in and beat them. Uh, I think it was actually 32 to 4 also. And Coach Petty told us, he said that happens in baseball. Now we just saw it it again. It just happened to Bucknell. (laughs) Oh, you miss old Petty, don't you? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. It was good radio. It was great radio. Great interview. No doubt. Uh, other takeaways, uh, what do we make of this LSU basketball squad? Uh, you talk about a roller coaster ride. What day Buckle is up. it? <laughs> what day is it? What do you, what, you know, one day you feel like they're one of the worst teams, and the next day you feel like, hey, this team can compete with anybody. So, yeah, it's, it's, they're inconsistent, but, you know, they're, they're, Will Wade's working with less this year. He's going to work with more next year. When he brings in those five stars, I think they're going to be a, Force. But I think Will Wade's definitely proved that he is an outstanding coach with, with the job he's done with this group. And the fact that they knocked off a Missouri team that came in with a five-game win streak, beat them Saturday 64-63, to 63, really impressive win for LSU. And Tremont Waters shot 50%, had a pretty big um, pretty big shot at the end of the game to, to kind of seal that one. I find it ironic for a guy that has watched literally every single game and the one that you don't watch against Missouri and it, LSU comes out and has that kind of performance. That happens every year. It's like uh, if I can't cover a game for some reason, I that that's the game where LSU plays like it's best game and it's or it's like the best game of the year. It's, do you feel true. weird saying cover when you're just watching? It on I TV? do feel <laughs> weird because uh, you know what else is weird is uh, you know my boss wants me to tweet about it and I tell him, listen, I'm not going to tweet like I'm there. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I'll I'll, I'll watch it on TV and write about it for you. And he's like, okay, can you just tweet me a final, please? And I'm like, okay, I'll tweet a final. But So if you ever see me tweet – Don't you feel like the, most feel people so would know what the final is? I, I know. There's but so he wants me to tweet it, and then he wants to retweet it. And that's fine. That he's my boss. He wants me to do that. It's okay. But I don't want people to see that and be like, yeah. he's covering it from home. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I judge people like that too. Yeah. So, But it is what it is. 15 and 11 now, 6 and 8 in the SEC – uh, that RPI, the fact that uh, 
Uh, Missouri came in with an RPI of uh, 28. Now LSU's seventh top 50 RPI victim. Yep. So, you know, they've had some good moments this year. Also had some really poor moments. By the way, Michigan uh, beat Ohio State over the weekend, too. So that Michigan win keeps looking better and better. Uh, other takeaways from the weekend, and you know, you have NASCAR, the Daytona 500 taking place, the Olympics, and then also the NBA All-Star Weekend. And I group them all together because I was trying to figure out what I had more interest in. <laughs> so, do you not like the slam dunk? Do you never? Yeah, watch it's it? just you know, it was a Saturday night, and, and I get and it. Then I went back and saw the highlights, and you know, people were kind of saying the creativity wasn't there. I saw a lot of great dunks. I did too. I, I didn't get to watch it live some of my friends would text me telling me it was bland but i was i went back and watched some of the highlights thought it was kind of cool thought it was cool i I forgot who it was one of the players went and went up to uh chadwick bozeman and got the black panther mask Mm. from him and did something i think the bar has just been raised so high so many years i mean what else yeah exactly and really if you go to some of these playgrounds like you'll see way better dunks like i I don't know it's just it's, it's really tough and then i think you need the star power Right. If, like, LeBron ever declared for the dunk contest, which I think we've all given up on that. Yeah. But if he ever declared for it, I think it would be must-wise. Like, everybody would be tuning in and say, all right, we, even though it's probably not going to be as good as some of these other dunks, I want to see this star compete at this level, something that MJ did. And that, that was always something that people held against LeBron. Why won't he enter the dunk contest? So I think it needs some star power. Donovan Mitchell is becoming a, a – a, fast rising star he might be rookie of the year him and ben simmons are kind of duking it out for that but uh you need a little bit more than a guy that's contending for rookie of the year tried to watch some of the olympics over the weekend i was watching it at a watering hole and i was enjoying some of the downhill skiing and other events and then of course they flip over and do hockey and i'm uh, i can watch hockey if i'm there in person it's a tough Can't watch for TV. me on tv what about soccer you're the same oh, way, same way. Yeah. Well, i've never watched it in person unless it's a high school game <laughs> Uh, yeah, so hockey is, hockey's different. Like, I enjoy hockey just because of the physicality, and I used to love the, the 24-7s. Um, they don't do it anymore, but they used to cover the, the winter. What's the what's the thing that they have, the winter showdown? X Games? No, it's hockey, but it's like <laughs> a winter, it's like a big big event in, in the wintertime. They, they make a big deal. You know what I'm talking about? It's, it was one game. They the, played at Wrigley Field and like that. Yeah, they would. Anyway, they would follow the teams that would play on that for like three weeks, and that was awesome because you would get to see these hockey players come into the locker room all bloody, like spitting teeth out, and just I love that stuff. But other than that, you know, actually watching them, you know, skate and pass the puck, I'm like, I'm kind of drifting away watching that. Uh, Daytona 500, Austin Dillon wins in the number three, two decades after Dale Earnhardt did it. The other big news, uh, Daryl uh, Bubba Wallace, the runner-up. He, of course, is the first full-time African-American driver in NASCAR. thought that was pretty cool, especially if you saw any of these stories leading up to it and, of course, his journey through the ranks. I got nothing for that, Aaron. You're looking at me wanting me to, to provide some info on that. I'd just say this. It was a good weekend if your name was Bubba. Mm, yes, Bubba Wallace, of course. Uh, Bubba Watson also uh, winning on the tour. The other takeaway from the weekend involving the tour, uh, Tiger's still not Tiger. He misses the cut this weekend. Uh, I was kind of hopeful that Tiger Woods, of course, would be able to make some kind of showing and be uh, up to par when the Masters rolls around. Yeah, and Randy says, Fergie's national anthem deserves comment. We'll do you one better, Randy. We'll play a little bit of it right here. And Jake and I haven't heard this yet. I don't know if Tabor's heard it yet or not, so we can uh, give instant analysis. So proudly wave at the twilight's last gleaming whose bright stripes and bright stars through the perilous fight or the rain. 
was beautiful. <laughs> I was wiping tears away from Aaron's eyes. I had the over, so I won. <laughs> oh, man. Well, look at the text line. I think fire it up. You want to fire up the text line, yeah. play some Fergie. Uh, no, butcher the national anthem. Yeah, uh, we got a lot of people asking to make it stop. Please yeah. make it stop. Ruchi says, jump in a time machine, go back a minute, and don't press play on that crap. Oh, <laughs> Oh, man. So, I, it was bad. It was really bad. Um, I see now why Draymond and others were trying to hold it in, yeah. trying not to uh, to laugh during the national anthem, try to be as respectful as possible. But uh, that was a different type of rendition. I don't think I've ever heard that type of rendition of the national anthem before. So, yeah. for, Does she get points for creativity? Uh, I doubt no. it. Uh, another one. Wow, I never heard the banner sung to Happy Birthday, Mr. President. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> uh, Dwayne, Dwayne says, was she wearing a boa and, and pasty? Yeah. <laughs> Gary says, uh, to Jake from State 4, what playground are you seeing better ducks than NBA stars? I like to go. No, I meant on YouTube. Like, you get on YouTube in, like, New York and California, you can see some of these guys do some insane dunks. I'm not actually physically going to playground seeing better dunks. I'm saying if you go YouTube, just YouTube dunks on uh, on uh, you know, in New York, I don't know what you would Google, but it's definitely out there. I, if you watch shows like um, Sports Nation or anything like that, they'll show you dunks all the time. We're just like, wow. Mm. But these aren't pro- professional basketball players. Mm. Uh, Hogan says, as beautiful as she is and as great a voice as she has, she butchered that. Go Harden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you look, think of the the worst uh, renditions uh, renditions of the national anthem. Uh, you remember when Carl Lewis? Did his? Mm, yeah. For, for uh, an NBA game? <coughs> Man, I guess not. Yeah, it was horrible. Tabor, did you get an opportunity to pull this up? I got uh, it. Uh, here it is. Uh, th- this is actually uh, from a sports center, and Charlie Steiner is actually trying to give the highlights, so it actually makes it even better. You'll hear uh, Charlie Steiner cracking up throughout it. This is uh, Carl Lewis's rendition of the National Anthem. Dirty Harry said in one of his movies that a man's got to know his limitations. Carl Lewis apparently didn't see the movie. If his rendition of the Star Spangled Banner prior to the Nets-Bulls game last night is any indication, as a public service, we present now only excerpts. Ladies and gentlemen, our national anthem. All right, are we all ready? Here we go. Oh, 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 say. Scott off key. Those were last night's lowlights. They're last night's highlights. <laughs> How good is that, Jake? 1993 NBA Finals. Oh, Carl Lewis and Charlie Steiner with the commentary goodness. there. I think I have heard that before. I just didn't recognize the name. That is hilarious. <laughs> Todd says, Was that the chopped and screwed version? 888 993 7762. What a way to end the 7 o'clock hour. <laughs> The coach, Jack Thigpen, joins us after the break. Thanks for listening to the best of the morning drive with Dietrich and White. To listen live every day, tune in at ESPN977.com or subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find podcasts.